Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge Podcast. We are back with a Game Week 8 preview. Yes, 8, not 7. And I'm back here with my co-host, Alex. How are you? Yes, hello, Challenge. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. How? It's been a long week of wait and anticipation it for the opening does. up of Game Week 8, I think, due yeah. to certain circumstances. Or unfortunate circumstances, should I say. Definitely, yeah. Both unforeseen yeah. and unfortunate, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately we've had to lose Game Week 7, but we do what we have to do. All we ask for nowadays is, can't we just have a regular FPL season? I know, we'll hope. I mean, it's been, we've had COVID for two years, it's, it's disrupted the Game Weeks, we've had... What did we have last year? We had something as well last year, which resulted in massive delays and stuff. It, can't we just have one normal year again? Uh, it's hard to say. That's just how society flows, I guess. Apparently we can't. Anyway, we have to make <laughs> no. do and we have to just plan ahead. And that's what we'll try and do starting from today. Uh, today we're yes. going to be looking at the... We're going to... There's no gaming to review. We did that last week, so you can tune into last week's episode if you want to. So we're going to be catching up on just football news in general because a lot has happened. And then we're going to maybe look at some stats and then do our predictions for Game Week 8. And then I'm on a wild card, so that's going to be revealed. And Alex is in the boat of two free transfers, so we'll hear his point of view on that. We all indeed. First things first. Once again, look at us. Who would have thought we have done nothing in game week seven yet look at us we've gone up by uh, fifty thousand in rank each yes boy and not only doing nothing and increasing not only that but we are number one in game week rank <laughs> first time ever probably the last time ever probably the only time you know what i've just realized is you know how they give a, a prizes away to people who win the game week of the month and that kind of thing i was thinking the same thing. Surely they... Like, we should all be rewarded. Yeah, there are probably <laughs> millions of people who've finished game week, well, yeah. first in the game week, and they're not going to give us all a prize, probably not. At least give us, like, a coupon or something. <laughs> An extra transfer, that would be nice. Yeah. Something. Four points. Anything. <laughs> anyway, so let's first have a look at the obvious news. Uh, game week seven was postponed, I guess is what the term is. Yeah. To the unfortunate passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Condolences to her family and everyone in the UK as well. Yeah, condolences and all the best in recovering and all that. Yeah, and as a result, we've now had to... We've had postponements in football, but not in other sports and that kind of thing. It's kind of topsy-turvy in that sense. What do you think yeah. about that in general? Ah, happens. It happens, yeah. Let's not dwell on it. Too okay. much. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, and just accept and move on, I suppose. It would be nice if there was just consistency in general across all sports. That would be ideal, but yeah. I mean, if you are going to cancel sports, cancel all sports just to make it fair. Yeah. Anyway. So, before that, though, there was even more news. For me, as a Chelsea fan, I woke up on... Well, not woke up. It was mid-Wednesday after we lost to Zagreb, I think it was was indeed yes and checked the news and saw that Thomas Tuchel had been sacked what do you think of that ah oh, the double T 
Um, yeah, I think it was it was coming. I think just a matter of when, I suppose. Do you think it's warranted though? Yes and no. No, because of he's doing well in the league. I mean, still in top seven. Um, yes, maybe new. How can you say leadership or ownership in the club and not having the same opinions and I guess going forward, yeah, different mindsets. Yeah, I think on the face of it, it looks like a bit of a surprising sacking because it's early in the season. New owners have been mm. working with him for the last few months, so why wouldn't they have sacked him immediately last yeah. season kind of thing? But if you look at it objectively, as I told you at the time, it, the leadership said that they had differences of overall view of where yeah. they want to take the club and how they want to do it. So you may as well do it now while, the, while you can, I guess. Yeah. And yes, he oversaw the transfer window and how things went there. And he did well to help us transition in that sense. So that it's a positive on his side. And now we've got a manager who I think will be there for the long term. I don't think we're going to sack unless we get relegated, which is unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. But I think this is a long term appointment, and they're going to let him and probably a director of football coming in uh, do things going forward for the next few years. I mean, I do like the appointment. I mean, he's done very well with. Brighton been consistent in the Premier League top off finishes so it's only a matter of time since a big club came calling it's nice to see a British appointment as well for once that too, at yes. a big club so I'm all for this attempt um, I mean if all else if all else fails we can just sack him I guess we do the Chelsea thing yeah. sack him after a year or two and get, get someone else bring in Pochettino yeah I mean him and I guess Sedan were the front runners initially. But yeah. yeah. I like this difference. It's a, it feels fresh. It doesn't feel like the regular Chelsea rotation of managers. No. I guess going for an experienced manager wouldn't hurt hmm. for the time being. <coughs> Excuse me. Alright, so going forward, other news FPL wise, can we think of anything? Uh, Champions League? What's been happening there? You can mention it. Um, Liverpool getting back to winning ways after their dreadful first game against Napoli. Uh, Salah on the score sheet again. They look Diaz yeah, looking good. They look very good as always. So, yeah. well. mm. And then Spurs just getting you know, downed in injury time, which is unfortunate. Something surprising that. When I saw the result, okay, I saw the result last night and I laughed, first of all. Uh, but second of all, is someone tweeted about Conte's Champions League record, and it's bang average. He's only gotten out of the group stage as a Champions League manager twice. Interesting. His record is something like uh, played, played 36, won 12, drawn 13, and lost 12 or 11. It's... As yeah, I said, you wouldn't have thought that exactly. Yeah. So um although to be fair, when I think about the Chelsea days, he very much focused on the league. Yeah. And that's where he's he got his uh, rot rotations ready in the elevens. Yeah. That's what he focused on. So I can see that being similar with Spurs. 
Right. Especially if results continue in this sense. Yeah, we'll see what they do against Leicester this week. We will. Hoping for a ward clean sheet. <laughs> One can only hope. All right, let's move on to fixtures, I guess. <laughs> uh, this is a big overall view of the remaining game weeks until the World Cup, basically. And mainly just for those who are on a wild card, so you're planning for the next eight game weeks, basically. And it gives you an idea of, if you don't have a wild card, mm-hmm. to try and plan ahead. So, at the top of the <laughs> fixture ticker at this stage, <sighs> the best teams who have good fixtures are Bournemouth. I don't think we're tempted by them at all. No. Uh, Aston Villa, Everton, Fulham, West Ham, and Newcastle. All mid-table, you'd say, teams. Fulham being the exception there. Yeah. And they all... They all have good mid-price options. So, I mean, if you're on a wildcard, you can get a pretty cheap wildcard team there. Yeah, it's not a bad tempt at those teams. I mean, I wouldn't go near Everton because I see Pickford is injured and they ah, yeah, good brought point. in Jakubovic as a you know, emergency buy. Mm. But even then, no. No thanks. Um, maybe Fulham, I suppose. Mitrovic. Yeah, Mitrovic. Only Mitrovic, yeah, since I have Pereira already. West Ham, anyone uh, tempting you there? Hmm, not really. Antonio, Bowen, probably the standouts, but I'm, or Scamacha, how do you say it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Other than that, no. I'll just maybe tinker around Newcastle, maybe. Got trip here, maybe Isaac. If I want to get rid of Tony, Tony oh, not Tony, yeah. Jesus. I really don't want to, but I have to, yeah. I want to keep Jesus. Well, I mean, look at Brentford's fixtures. They play Arsenal this week, and then Bournemouth and Newcastle and Brighton, Chelsea. So, tough next five, to be fair. In my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, but still juicy to keep Tony. Arsenal, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Brighton look good. Then after that, I mean, Chelsea, new manager, you'll see. If Looking at Brentford's fixtures, they have, what, three home games in the next five, and they're all against decent defences, if not good. So the, I, I only really see them scoring freely, if that, in the Bournemouth game. Right? Yeah. And it's away as I well, agree so you. you never know. Yeah. Um, are, they, are they playing Arsenal away or uh, the cap- capital letters are at home so um, that's what that means uh, yeah they're playing them at home so there is a chance there that the only benefit to Tony is that he is the talisman and he is the penalty taker so yeah. if anyone's going to score it's probably going to be him I mean since I'm not on a wild card and I have two free transfers I wouldn't get rid of Tony quite yet more maybe Liverpool who don't have a fixture. I was gonna say, yeah, you have more priorities to consider and those yeah. would be your Liverpool, Man United, Brighton players, right? Yeah. Considering Liverpool have Brighton, Arsenal and City the next three. And a blank. I mean yeah. Let's we may as well transition into that then. So it, Liverpool owners, whether it be those who own Salah, Trent or in my case, Salah, Trent and Darwin. Trent, Darwin, yeah. What do you do? 
Do you hold Salah? Do you hold Trent? Do you sell both? What do you do if you're on a wildcard or not on a wildcard? In your position, what are you doing? No wildcard. No wildcard. I'll probably... I mean, I could keep one of them, but you don't want that money on your bench, especially Salah. So... Depends if you want to sell Salah and Nunes and keep Trent for his attack, I suppose. Or sell Salah and Trent. But who would you get? get? Yeah, that's the thing. In your like, in your team now, if you were to sell either of them, who are you going to get? Hmm. Well, maybe Salah straight swap for De Bruyne, I suppose. It's the only viable option. Okay. Wolves, United, Southampton, Liverpool, Arsenal. Okay. Tricky, but I can't see City not scoring in any of those fixtures. Yeah, it's good for them. I mean, if you're going to sell Salah, you're going to get him. You're going to get him for the next three, and then you would probably want Salah back in game week twelve at home to West Ham. Yeah. So therefore, you can just sell De Bruyne again in game week eleven if you want to. When they're yeah. playing. Because it's not like I will make more transfers after this week. So. Exactly. It's possible. Yeah. So. That's the route I'm going, yeah. Trent? Salad, yeah. Salad, De Bruyne, and then Trent. Hmm. This is where it's tricky to me. If you, as a Trent owner, yeah. what do you do? Because the voice price, I mean, jeez. You can't, so many options. you can't sell him to get James because James doesn't play. Yeah. You're not going to sell him to get Perisic because Perisic played 90 last night. And will he play against Leicester? <laughs> be saved for Arsenal um, Arsenal could go I mean salad by Gabriel but like almost like half the price it's not really worth it mm. especially if they've got Spurs and Liverpool the next three and City I should say do you still have <sighs> Cancelo or not I've never touched Cancelo yeah he's been in there since game week one okay so yeah if you get De Bruyne then you can't get another City player so they're out of the picture yeah he's to me he's probably untransferable should I say Cancelo and Haaland for that matter so they're, they're sticking in my team Perisic maybe I mean Leicester Arsenal Brighton reasonable fixtures I suppose I guess but if I have Ward playing is there any sense of having Perisic I mean, you're basically left, to, and you already own Trippier, so you can't buy Trippier, which is what no. some people would be doing. Um, I guess your other options. Let's look at those top few teams who have good fixtures. So if you were to do the same yeah. thing with Trent that you would with Salah and buy him back in game week twelve, then you'd want someone who has, let's say, three or four good games. So that would be someone from Aston Villa, Southampton, Villa, Leeds, yeah. Forest, or West Ham, maybe Everton, Wolves, Fulham, Southampton. But even then, I mean, Villa, mm, defense, not really worth it. Like Mings or Cash. I mean, or Dean, he's just like a troll in defense. He like, is. I cannot. Yeah. And I mean, West Ham, you could maybe go Sofal. Creshwell, if he's still there. Yeah, Creshwell's still left. Yeah. I think he's injured, though. That's why they yeah. got Emerson. It's a tough one. Or you just keep the money in the bank and you then just keep it in the bank and then when game week 12 comes around you can just get him back immediately because that's the main thing you, yeah. you're transferring them out you have to think about how you're going to get them back in yeah because th that's probably the big thing with selling Salah is that yes he blanks this week but 
if you then don't own him next week and he destroys Brighton, then even though he plays Arsenal, you might want him back. Yeah. That's my thought, specifically for that Brighton game. How well will he do? Will he go rampant after this recent Champions League? I think the the week off, I say week off, but this time off that they've had, I think has allowed people like Thiago to get back into the frame of things. And the squad's obviously playing better last night. They've shown that. So I think selling them this week is good. That's why I think a free hit is quite yeah. tempting. Look, we've overlooked at yeah, Liverpool. We haven't looked at Brighton, who have miserable fixtures. Liverpool, Spurs, Brentford, Forest, and City. Yeah, and you have what? You and, have Sanchez. Uh, Gross and, and Sanchez. So instead of doubling up on or selling Liverpool assets, I can do one of Liverpool and one of Brighton, Salah and Gross. And uh, getting De Bruyne and a cheap midfielder. Maybe a Foden, if I can afford him, for City. And triple up on City. No, you wouldn't. Well, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I can't uh, You could maybe get Bowen. Bowen, yeah. If you can afford that. Bowen plays Everton, Wolves, Fulham, Southampton. Wait, Madison. Madison is seven, right? I think so. But he plays Tottenham. Yeah, okay. That's Tottenham this week and then the rest. Yeah. Kulisevsky. There's a few little options mm. there. Yeah. I think I would be... Maybe. Okay, no, they don't play this week, but I would be tempted by uh, Zaha as well. Yeah. Hmm. Other players who aren't playing this week, uh, Man United, are you going to keep Rashford? Yeah, I'll keep Rashford. Even though you play City next? I have faith in my boy. I'll keep him. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... That's from the perspective of someone on just transfer-wise, right? Anything else? Yes, that's Alex's perspective. What's your... I was going to ask you, what, yeah. what would you do on a wild card? If, if me on a wild card, would you sell the, all the cool assets? Well, I've already done my wild card, so that's... Well, that's you. Your choice. Know, but no, it's I not want, me. It is you. If you You're had... on the wild card dilemma, so... <laughs> if you had a wild card, <laughs> what would you be doing? Yeah, I'll probably get rid of them. This is what the tempting thing was before I hit the wildcard button last night, was I thought I can get away with doing three transfers, taking another hit, and selling all my local assets, and then having the wildcard as a backup in case Liverpool destroy in the next game week or two, because then I can just wildcard them yeah. again. But uh, I was going to suggest, like, take the hit, like, now, and then... Yeah. wildcard them yeah, later game week 12 that's what I thought about but I thought well if I'm going to be wildcarding game week 9 anyway yeah why not just do it now because they're not playing this week so if I'm scared of selling them or buying them back they're not playing at all so yeah just do it I mean now. how many players would you get rid of if you're going to wildcard now off the top of my head I would have to sell Salah my current blanks are Salah, Darwin, Trent, Fafana, James, Billy Gilmore, uh, yeah. 
least six, and then my goalkeeper Sanchez, so seven. I think I have eight blanks actually. It was half my eleven, and then that means I would have to play Nico Williams, Andreas this week. So I would, I could have taken a four-point hit, and I would still only have ten players. Yeah, that's not a bad shot at a wild card now. And yeah, so the the idea then is to just do the wild card now because there's going to be people going after these teams above and I'll probably save the transfer next week and that's the risk is I'm still deciding whether I'm going to keep Salah or Trent or sell one of them and keep the other yeah but I'm not entirely sure yet yeah to me Salah just seems like a waste if he's not consistent enough giving you a different perspective of the fixtures again if you're selling these are from Lego Manet FPL on Twitter. Um, if you want to look at who to sell and when and who to jump onto, look, if you sell Salah this week or until game week 12, then look at the other teams or in green around them who you can jump onto for the short term. Yeah. So the exact period that Liverpool have difficult games, you can jump onto West Ham who have good games. You can jump onto Newcastle. There's a lot of options. Spurs as well aren't that bad. Where are they? There. Leicester, Brighton, Everton, Arsenal. Yeah. Are you tempted by someone like Son or Kane? No. <laughs> Not at all? No. Because of just them not being great at the moment? Or, or Kane, yes, but not Son. And you can't get Kane into your team because you have Jesus, etc. and other fires to put out, so... I mean, I could sell Jesus and Salah and put in Kane and whoever's affordable Salah's place, but there's no need for that. Jesus is playing, so... Fair. No panic transfers yet. Alright, just recapping the stats from last week, they're the same as they were because of no games this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, the teams who are blanking, let's ignore them. So, ignore Trent, James. So then, options in defence, for people on a wild card, you could always keep, most people have Nico Williams. Uh, Gabriel is doing pretty well. Ignore is playing this week, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. But they're playing S City. City. So I wouldn't be going there. Trippier is in the template. And yeah. then Perisic and Sessegnon, I think, are tempting on the wild card if you know who's going to be playing. Hmm. I mean, considering Perisic just get 90 minutes during the Champions League, it'll be interesting if you will rotate or not. Pluses against Leicester who aren't the best defence, so... No, no. I think there's a chance of rotation, but there's no point in trying to predict it. But I think for me on a wild card, I have a slot in my team for a 5.4 midfielder. I can't quite afford Perisic at the moment. No. Unless, I'll show you my draft, but unless I do different things, then I can get him easily. But if there's news that Sesson Young is playing, I would get him. Because currently I have Dyer in my draft, because I want a Spurs defender for this it's week. Because they yeah. have the best defence in the league at the moment, so it's a bang-on clean sheet. And which one hopes, but yeah. Yeah, which one hopes? I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to jinx it. Um, 
other players, I would be tempted by Dalot, but again, he's not playing this week. Brentford, and the rest of these players I don't think are tempting at all. Yeah, we've got to thank the Premier League for scrapping their games. <laughs> we do. Looking at yeah. the midfield is the reason why we went to Bruyne is because he's top of the top of the pops at the moment. Almost said that, and then I did. Uh, Salah, Zaha, Gross all are not playing this week. Sterling as well. Look, this is why people don't have many options, and why we only really have. It's either a City midfielder if you're selling Salah, or you're going to Son. It's so frustrating. I just I have nine players playing, and just to get eleven starting. I mean, is it worth it? I mean, you do want 11 players playing. <sighs> Are you tempted by just selling one, maybe? You only use one transfer this week, you're going with 10. And then you have two transfers next week, and you can get, again, whoever you want. Or, you, again, you use one next week again. And if you were to sell Salah, then in game week 12, you'd have two free transfers, and you can just bring him back for free. It is a thought. Well, why not just go all in? Since you're making those transfers, just go De Bruyne and uh, whoever's available. Let's bring back Saka for all time's sake. And look, <laughs> <laughs> I caught on late there. Uh, looking yeah. at forwards, uh, Holland obviously still top of the pops. We're not. I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> top of the charts and Kane as well. <laughs> There's a reason why we're going after Mitrovic, but selling Tony is a bit tough at the moment. Uh, are we tempted by any other players on this list that are playing? Maybe even a Watkins. You said this last week as well, and I laughed. I at did, you. but I have Tony. So <laughs> keep putting myself in a corner like he's a striker. Come on, stop it. I mean, if you can't if I was in the midfield, yeah. then yes. If you can't afford anyone else, then okay, fair enough. But not unless you have to. People on a wild card, me specifically, um, my front three at the moment is Haaland, Mitrovic, and Isaac, Isaac, however you want to say it. Yeah. Because of their fixtures mainly. Mitrovic because he's Mitrovic, mm -hmm. but Isaac because he's got the good fixtures in a good team. Mm. Uh, How about uh, Awani? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not touching it. <laughs> I just love pronouncing that name. Yeah, still not sure how to say it properly. <sighs> anyway, let's just get straight into the predictions because we're all here to talk about wild cards and transfers anyway. So the quick, quicker we get to that, the better. Okay, game week predictions. Uh, small game week, so let's do this quickly. Aston Villa versus Southampton. Villa win. Two Villa. Yeah. Forest Fulham. Fulham. Or draw. I'll, I'm, God, what am I doing? Draw. I'll go draw. Wolves City. City. City win this 3-0. I think. Newcastle Bournemouth. 2-0. Newcastle. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, 2 2 or 3-0. Going to go high scoring again. Spurs Leicester. I'm going to go with a, guess what, a 3-0 win, Spurs. I mean, considering I have Ward in goals, I mean, I could sell Ward and sell him. Depends on if you want to take a hit this week. Well, there's yeah. lots of options there. 
It's a prediction. That's what we're so talking about. That, is it? <laughs> I'm Spurs. Okay. All right. And Brentford. Always irrelevant. Just going with the Spurs win. Arsenal sneak it. Okay. Uh, I agree. It's Arsenal to win that two-one. I think though. If it's in West Ham, tough prediction. I think this will be a draw. Yeah. One all. Like I'm not convinced. By both teams, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I agree with you there. Great. And then our game week plans, they just get straight into it. I'll show your team first. And we've been talking about your options, but now we can actually see it, so just go through your players. Let's do it in case. Yeah. Ward in goals. Nico had to sub in. Cancelo, Trippier. Andreas subbed in for Salah. Obviously, Nico for Trent. Gross not playing. Rasha not playing. Martinelli, Jesus, Holland. Captain with Tony. And then, as you can see, Sanchez, Feltman, Salah, Trent on the bench. So, transfer wise, ideally, you, obviously. You had two frees. Yeah. yeah. Would I want to take a hit or just do the. Two three. Considering Ward away to Spurs, I can see Spurs just punishing Ward because he's not really great keeping. What am I saying? A great keeper, great keeping. What am I saying? So Salah out, Ward out. The thing is, if I put in De Bruyne, is he? I think he's cheaper than Salah, right? So I will have like funds available. Yeah, I, I think, think Salah's 12.9 at the moment, and De Bruyne's 12.2. Yeah, so I'll have that 0.7. So I could put in a 4.5, or if anyone's 4.4, I don't think so. Yeah, so I think I would consider that. But then you'd still be lining up with so 10 that's, players. That's, yeah. It's a tricky one. If you were to sell someone else besides the keeper, who would you sell? Trent or Gross? Probably Gross, because of fixtures. So then, Later dates, not convincing. So then same thing, you would go Salah to De Bruyne, and then Gross to... Who plays? Yeah, even uh, if Leeds have a good fixture, maybe... Yeah, I don't think Rodrigo's back. Uh, I guess your options in midfield would be someone from Everton. Yeah, Leeds not playing the, anyway, yeah. So. West Ham. Southampton. There aren't many options. No, not at all. I mean, if Madison is affordable, which I don't think so, I would consider him. I don't think you can afford him. No. You could punt on Coutinho if he's fit. No thanks, I'd rather just Bailey. go back on Bailey. Yeah, that is horrific. You're not tempted by a hit. Take a hit to get rid of Gross, Salah, and Ward, I guess. I could. And then get. And uh, I'm deep in thought with that. If you. Okay, let, let me throw in a different option here. Yeah? If you. You seem to be quite high on Madison. So. 
if you were to try and mitigate results here, and let's assume that city potentially might not get the result they want, instead of going to Bruyne, you go Son, which gives you Son against Leicester, and Son's 11.7, I think, so it's extra money, extra yeah. 1.2, and then you can do Gross to Madison. Interesting. Then you have a, and if you want to, you can still maybe afford a hit to get rid of Ward to the keeper. Yeah, even a Kulusevski instead of Son. You could go Kulusevski instead of Son. That's risky, <laughs> but I guess it it's, is. it's a good option. And then you still have some money, I guess, to upgrade back to Salah. I mean, it's tempting. It's Salah versus. I mean, it's the Bruyne yeah. versus Son, I guess. Or I just don't do anything and just keep it as is, play with oh, yeah. nine players. You could know. You would probably have to do one transfer then. So if you were to do one yeah. transfer, you said earlier, it would probably be Gross. Out. Yeah. And that means Gross out to someone cheap. And you've already mentioned Bailey. Or <sighs> <laughs> we're we going back to Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, who else at under six or just yeah in the 5.5 to 6 range there aren't any oh uh, wait no saint maximin is a mid is he a midfielder if he's a midfielder then maybe if he's fit yeah, i think he's a striker yeah if he's not fit then maybe odegaard against <sighs> just let me get sick quickly sorry <laughs> okay Definitely, I'll, I'll still stick with Salah and Gross. Probably, so I think that's the most likely transfer. Yeah. All right, fair enough. And I've still got my eyes set on De Bruyne. <laughs> I understand. Let me show yeah. you my wild card as it stands at the moment. Uh, a lot of things can change. Uh, I'll tell Ooh. you. I'll tell you what is set and what isn't as I go mm -hmm. along. Um, my back line. Oh, this draft has 0.5 in the bank at the moment. So, Your backline, are we talking rugby or are we talking yeah, football we're, coming we're talking yeah. <laughs> yeah. At fullback, we have Nick Pope. Uh, yeah, Nick Pope from... Uh, where is he from again? <laughs> Newcastle. Newcastle. Uh, I've still got Ward for the moment. It could become 3.9, but Pope is guaranteed. Um, not going to be rotating keepers. Uh, Cancelo is probably nailed unless I need to do, use funds elsewhere. Neko is nailed. Could become Patterson, I guess. From Everton. Mm. Uh, Trippier, nailed. And then those two defender slots are open at the moment. But at the moment, it's Dyer and Fofana because I want a Chelsea defender going forward because they have good fixtures. Uh, Dyer, as I mentioned, I want a Spurs defender for this game week. That could become Sessegnon or maybe Perisic if I can find an extra point one. Yeah. Midfield, current nailed players are Andreas, Martinelli, and De Bruyne. <laughs> Son is up in the air at the moment, and I'll refer to that why shortly, but up front I have, as mentioned, Haaland, Isaac, and Mitrovic. That's not changing. No, not at all. That's a strong forward. It is. Um, Line up, yeah. 
I had a look at the common or template wildcards at the moment this morning and they tend to have the similar team to what I have structure wise yeah but instead of the double up of premiums in midfield they have De Bruyne and then an 8 million midfielder instead of Son so someone like a Madison a Bowen yeah or a Kulisevsky that is basically what I want with growth to say so then that extra money in the template that they have is used to upgrade Dyer to Perisic and Fafana to someone like James I think and then they've kept the extra money in the bank so that they can just do a straight move to Salah next week if they need to yeah I mean, it's not a bad template if you if you think Son will perform he still looks a bit shaky he does especially last night yeah but I don't like people are buying or on the wild card they're convincing themselves that players like okay yeah Madison has proven that he can perform but it's against Spurs again best defense in the league at the moment yeah and Leicester haven't been playing well and then the other option is Bowen at the moment who yes they have good fixtures for the next few weeks but again West Ham have not been playing well so why would I not if I have the ability to have Son against Leicester the worst defense in the yeah. second to worst defense in the league would I not just roll that dice my perspective yes but would you captain Son that's a good question uh, <laughs> Son let me just look at the fixtures again uh, okay considering that we have Holland now it's Holland away to Wolves or it's Spurs against Leicester at home or it's De Bruyne against Wolves yeah or it's Isaac against Bournemouth and also considering the fact that on this wild card I've sold Jesus who's playing Brentford away yeah I mean it's mm, mm. you bring up a good point there I wouldn't <laughs> then yeah if I'm not going to have if I'm not going to captain on then why have him yeah I mean I could would you of the two drafts if you look at this one okay I have 0.5 in the bank so if I want to make sure that I have a proper 1.2 in the bank to get Salah in one move next week I can just downgrade Dyer to a 4.5 and Fafana to Emerson at West Ham who has the fixtures then I have the money and I can do this team to Salah in one move next week yeah or would you rather do what everyone else is doing and distribute the funds better? It doesn't hurt to set your team away from the template. I mean, have the majority of players, but the differentials will be obviously in the defense with the Fafana, Dyer, with Emerson, and the, or Patterson, if you want Patterson. I'm not sure how I feel about having two 4.0 midfielders. I mean, defenders, though. Yeah. And two 4.5 midfielders in Gilmore and Andreas. Yeah. I'm just thinking fixture-wise, because Everton did look good, but yeah. Having your two or three, four price defenders, not good. I haven't looked at doing Son and Gilmore to maybe that combination, or maybe Kulisevsky and a Madison, or Bowen and a Madison. 
So there's a lot that could change here. Yeah. Uh, but it's really, it comes down to those four positions, the Dyer, Fafana, Son, Gilmore positions. But I like the wild card. It looks quite nice. Yeah. Watch me do worse than I would have done with like seven players. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is the week where Ward saves a penalty, gets a clean sheet. <laughs> Spurs concede three somehow. That's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping you'll get saving returns because I'm sure you'll get bombarded by every corner. It's just, he's not a good shot stopper. Not at all. He's been terrible this season. Yeah. Although, to be fair, as I mentioned last week, he had his best game last week in that he scored two points instead of one. So the man's form is increasing. <laughs> <laughs> Tempted to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Is there anyone here that I'm overlooking? Do you think it's a bad idea to sell all my Liverpool assets? Because well, look, if you look into wildcard now, they're not really. Maybe. Because the risk is, yeah, I'm not going to use a transfer next week. So then I'm going to go into the Brighton. Okay, most likely, I'm not going to use a transfer next week. That means I go into the Brighton game with no Liverpool against Brighton at home. Yeah, it doesn't look good on paper, does it? <laughs> and then another thing that I saw this morning, which doesn't help my thinking, is that who's the highest point scorer in FPL over the last, I think, three years in games against the top, the top six? Do you have any idea? It's kind of obvious because I'm hinting at it. Yeah. Is it Salah? It's Salah. Yeah. So Salah plays, they, they blank now, then they play Brighton, and then they play Arsenal, and then they play Man City. So, hmm. yeah, I'm just banking on Liverpool not doing well in those three games, which is wishful thinking because, like you said, he does perform in the big games. Yeah, that's. I don't want to buy him and then have him on my bench this week. Yeah, it seems stupid on a wild card. I would much rather downgrade the Dyer and Fofana and have that money in the bank to do son to him. But I'm not sure if I want to have De Bruyne long term as well. Hmm. So many options, yeah. I know. It sucks. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, this is what my team's going to be, and hopefully I do well. Hopefully you do too. I think you are going to do Salah and Gross to De Bruyne and. To be continued. I don't know who it's. I'm not convinced you're going to do that second move. But anyway. My secret weapon at 5.5. <laughs> you mean 4.9 in Bailey? You're going to captain Bailey this week against West Ham? Or is it Southampton? I wouldn't dare doing that. Forgot to do this earlier, so we're going to do it now again. Yeah. Anyway, you can follow us on social media at FanChallenged on Twitter and Instagram. We seem to be lagging a bit. We seem fine again. And on YouTube, you can follow us at FantasyChallenged, one word. And please like and subscribe to all these things and our posts, etc. If you have any questions, you can send them to us on Twitter. And if you don't want to watch us and only want to listen to our voices, you can do so on podcasts at Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify or Google or wherever else you find them. Any other thoughts before we end off, Alex? You can catch me on Instagram or Twitter, my handle Alexi underscore Boofs. If you have any suggestions on whether I should sell Salah and Gross and who to put in for them, please let me know. Other than that, good luck with the upcoming week. Thank you. Yeah. I'm assuming you're speaking to me. No, it's very This is just a general bye. Yeah. All right. Uh, good luck for the game week, and we'll see you next Tuesday, regular days this time. Yes. All right. Goodbye all. Bye.